Drew, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? How have you been? Oh, fantastic. Uh, been well, just preparing for a public confrontation. And other than that, just enjoying life. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're coming off of a, a, a TKO victory over Alexander Hernandez back in May. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your thoughts and your emotions following that win? Obviously, it was, I think, what, your third um, quick finish in a row. Uh, talk a little bit about the thoughts following that fight. Yeah, I think uh, after that fight, uh, I think the thing I was thinking about was I avenged my last two losses. Um, and I just kind of showed the evolution of my of my game after that fight. You know, I lost to Oliver Mercier and Benil Darouche, and both those guys lost to Alexander Hernandez. So I just feel like I got those those back, and uh, I showcased um, some new talents, uh, new new focus, and new everything in that fight. And it's just going to continue to build. Yeah, and you were uh, scheduled to fight uh, Diego Ferreira, which um, you know that that had been you had been matched up before with him, um, but that fell through in November. Was that disappointing at all for you having that fall through in November you know because you were riding that momentum yeah I think it's just dis disappointing because uh I was going to try to finish off that year fighting the number eight guy you know it's a paycheck it's a, it's a win it's a you know the opportunity to you know perform in front of uh you know everyone so it was disappointing that I didn't get to compete which is what I love doing and uh man Diego that's the man I was thinking of for like all of 2020 so, I mean, we tried to fight uh, a, a couple times, you know, in May, uh, offered to fight in possibly August. We decided to agree to fight in November. Man, we were just thinking a ton of each other. So he's got his fight. I think it was like February 6th. So I got my eyes open on that. So if he does well. I, I'd love to try to schedule it again for 2021. Okay. And, and you know, you're matched up now with uh, Islam Magachev, um, who... As well, you were supposed to fight back in, I think, was it 2016? But obviously that didn't go to plan. Um, what were your thoughts then when you heard that this one was getting put together again? I think this is a better fight, uh, honestly. Uh, he's not ranked as high as uh, Diego, but I think he's, he's a tougher fight. He's a more prestigious fight. Um, and uh, I mean, the the type of fighter that he is will best showcase my, my evolution in the sport. So... I know for a while that Islam is going to try to, you know, take me down. And, you know, I spent all of 2020 preparing for the jiu-jitsu comp competitor, Diego. So I'm fully ready, fully prepared for uh, fighting a grappler. Um, and, uh, man, he has, what, 2.5 million followers on Instagram. So I'd love to adopt some of those Russian fans. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, he's obviously well known for being Khabib's teammate or, or protege. Um, does that make this matchup any more interesting or appealing for you? Yeah, I feel like this is a, like a diet version of Khabib. You know, I've been staring at Khabib as a, a champion and like, how does one beat him? So I feel like beating Islam is, is you know, just showcasing the fact that I can compete with the best in the world. And uh, Khabib saying Islam could possibly be the next Russian champion. So I get, you know, a championship fight you know, earlier in my career and helping me prepare for uh, fighting top 10, top five and, you know, likes of the champions. Yeah. And not only Khabib has said that, but also um, Daniel Cormier has also said something similar. And and recently, actually, actually John Anik um, said something in Fight Island to the media about, um, you know, if 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 Khabib was to come back, 
than he think it would be because, you know, either you uh, mentioning your name or another, you know, UFC lightweight would beat Islam Magachev and, and perhaps Khabib might want to come back to avenge that loss for him. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I, that, that won't be me, <laughs> to be honest. If I'm speaking honestly, uh, when I beat Islam, I'm not going to jump five spots or whatever to fight the the former champion. Um, you know, so I think they're just really talking about like the brotherhood that Khabib and, uh, you know, and Islam share. And, you know, they're, they're really respectful guys, really talented guys. I even heard that Islam is more technically sound than Khabib, but in all honesty, they're different fighters. They're different people. And, uh, I, I know, well, I'm not fighting Khabib, I'm fighting Islam and, yeah, and I, I just think after that, then, yeah, I'll, I'll burke the ears of uh, Khabib, but in all honesty, I'll probably fight, you know, uh, a Michael Chandler or a, um, a Paul Felder or something like that after that. So, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be getting the former champion after I beat Khabib, uh, Islam. Yeah, and, and do you look at this as being, you know, the outcome being, you know, a, a really important one for your career? Um, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, I think I've been kind of floating under the radar. You know, people have heard of me, but, you know, this and that. And so uh, fighting and beating a guy like Islam just shows everyone that, like, you know, Drew Dober's ready for the top 10 and top five guys. And uh, I'm I'm super excited and eager to fight guys like Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, Conor McGregor. I'm, I'm very excited for it. So this is my opportunity to propel myself to those kinds of fights. Yeah, definitely. And what, what did you think about um, UFC 257? You know, were you impressed by what you saw? Well, what did you think about Dustin Poirier's uh, win over Conor McGregor? As a fan, that that pay-per-view was incredible. Uh, uh, my predictions were horribly wrong. I don't know if you witnessed my uh, predictions on that card, and I was completely off. But Michael Chandler looked incredible, like very, in his debut, uh, very awesome. And then Dustin Poirier just just showcasing what he does the best, which is just that gritty, dirty win, you know? And, uh, man, I was super impressed, super impressed. And, um, yeah, it just goes to show that you don't have to have a seamless fight career, you know, between Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier. I mean, they've had some hard times, and they came back from that to, you know, become champions. So um, it's motivating for me because I'm not undefeated. Yeah, and, and – you know, how do you see the, 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 the lightweight division playing out at the top there? You know, what, what, what do you think should happen with the lightweight title? What I think should happen and what I think is going to happen might be two different things. I think uh, Oliveira deserves his, his, his opportunity, but I can definitely see the UFC partnering uh, Poirier and Chandler together. Chandler's the new shiny toy, you know, to the UFC lightweight division. And so they just kind of want to, like, throw him up there and, you know, and then Dustin Poirier's, you know, should have the next title fight. Um, so I think that's going to happen. And who knows, maybe Justin Gaethje versus uh, Oliveira. <clears throat> uh, see, who else, is, who else is out there? And there's so many. We'll see the winner between Benil and Diego, because that's going to change things. Um, and then, yeah, there's a there's a small group of guys along the division that have been slightly inactive. And uh, I would love to see um, those guys get something scheduled. Yeah, and, and obviously with Khabib, obviously not looking likely to come back out of retirement, who do you see becoming uh, the new lightweight champion in 2021? Um, I think Dustin Poirier. I think Dustin's going to get the, the first opportunity, and I think he's going to win his next fight. 
Um, and what he does after that, I have no idea. But uh, yeah, I'd put my money on Dustin Poirier getting that title, which is well-deserved. I mean, he deserves it. Yeah, definitely, 100%. And um, Islam is ranked, I think, number 14 in the lightweight division. And and like we said, obviously, he's closely connected with Khabib. Um, but what do you think about this fight in terms of the style matchup? Um, it's not a good matchup for me, style-wise. Uh, he's a, he's a good wrestler, uh, probably one of the better wrestlers. He has a good submission game and he's uh, very conservative. Like he, he fights to a, a decision win. And, uh, I've showed that like the ground game isn't my best attribute. So, um, but I'm coming in with brand new tools, brand new toys, uh, brand new skills that I would love to showcase. So I took this fight with Islam, uh, to prove to myself and everyone else that I'm no longer the Drew Dober that you've watched in, in the past and I'm, I'm, I'm better. And so how I see this fight, it's like on paper, Islam's the grappler. I'm the striker. I'm going to try to make the fight exciting. He's going to try to make it dull and uh, fight me to a decision. But I mean, who knows? Honestly, the dude hasn't fought in a year and a half. So a lot could have changed. Like he could just come out with something extremely random. So uh, I don't really obsess with what he's going to do. I just focus on what I'm doing in my fight. And so I'm prepared for anything and anyone. Yeah, and, and talk a little bit more about then your preparations. You just mentioned, you just touched on it there. You know, you fight, you know, you, you train alongside some really talented fighters over in Denver. You know, can you talk a little bit about your preparations and, and who you've been working with on, you know, on the uh, run up? I mean, the like name drop, you know, Team Elevation has uh, the likes of Neil Magny, Justin Gaethje, Usman uh, preparing. And, um, but in all honesty, I'm getting better with. Uh, a bunch of the regional fighters. I can list, list off a long list of names, but man, those, those guys, all of 2020 and now beginning 2021 uh, are consistent. They show up, they make me better. They push me and uh, you know, they, they just definitely deserve their shot. Um, but as far as uh, what I've been doing in preparation, I'm trying to evolve as a fighter, learn, grow. And uh, you know, I think in my twenties, I just had a toolbox full of tools, but I wasn't really proficient at any of them. So now I'm just making sure that with my striking, my grappling, uh, my wrestling, my jujitsu, all of it can just string seamlessly. And, uh, man, I want to be uh, um, a threat in the ground game as well. You know, you can't just uh, sit back on one attribute and hopefully that will take you to the world championship. I've been working on everything. So I spent a lot of time on the ground these last couple months. And uh, that's pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah, and, you know, your your last three have gone... You know, you've been quick finishes. So are you are you perhaps eager to show a little bit more of your game? Are you, are you eager to kind of maybe go the distance with Islam uh, just to show a little bit more of what you have? Um, I'm ready for whenever Islam wants to end the fight. <laughs> if he wants it to be a first round knockout or a third round decision or, or whatever. But I mean, I'm not afraid of wrestling. I'm not afraid of grappling. I'm not going to just avoid it. And I'm going to go in there, I'm going to push it. And it's really up to Islam when he wants to make his first mistake, because I will capitalize on it. Yeah. And in, in your mind, how do you see it going down? In my mind, I'm always visualizing a first round knockout. My body loves me to, to, to get out of the, the cage in a, a first rounder. But um, no, I, I visualize me uh, defending the takedowns, getting up if he does get the takedowns, and then finding his chin. Um, I could tell that um, Islam does not want to be uncomfortable in this fight. It's my job to make him uncomfortable. So I will find his chin. Now it could be the second round or the third round. 
And obviously, if you're successful with a win over Islam Magachev, you'll be riding a four-fight win streak. So, uh, you know, what, what do you think will, um, what do you think 2021 has in store for you? What are your goals and aspirations for this year? Opportunities, opportunities. That's all I care about. I got in this uh, sport to test myself with the best people in the world. And the only way you can feed, you can fight the best people in the world is you have to showcase talent and whatnot. So. A win over Islam is going to open up a door to fight, you know, RDA, uh, Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, Dan Hooker, all those guys, you know, the the, the, the cream of the crop in a lightweight division. Um, so I don't have any set plan on fighting anybody. I just want to fight everybody and I want to have fantastic fights. And so after this fight, I want to get a main event for the summer and whoever wants to take that opportunity, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing you back in action. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you so much.